welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 247th time on this Friday, August 27th, 2021. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Home Field Disadvantage. School is back in session for lots of people, so as you can bet, there's buses in the street, taking kids to the house of horrors known as high school, driving to away games and to field trips. Safe to say the method of transportation isn't exactly what we're concerned with this week, though. It's the person behind the wheel. One man in Washington State decided to take a bus for what I would describe as less than a joyride. He stole it from a rafting company and then ran a red light and refused to pull over when the cops tried to stop him from creating any more damage. They had to give up the chase, though, because there's a law in California that says you can't run down a car unless there's probable cause of a serious felony. Link is in the description if you want to read more on it, by the way. He also took a front-end loader and ran it through his own house because apparently he and his wife are having sort of a spat, so he decided to let the lumber fly. It's a bit drastic, if you ask me. I mean, come on. You don't just wake up one day, decide nothing's going right, and as a response to that, massacre the house you and your wife both live in. Doesn't that seem a bit excessive to you? And also, did I mention he flipped a car into the house as well? Because apparently a piece of industrial machinery wasn't enough to get his point across. Now we get down to the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. Do I think it was necessary? Well, the answer to that is very simple. Absolutely not! Because the problems you two are facing, that's, that's between the both of you. I pray to God you get through it, but it's none of my business. But no matter how bad things get, I think we can all agree there's no excuse to destroy the place the one you love calls home. That's crossing a line that shouldn't even have to be mentioned. I mean, not damaging another person's house is just part of being a decent person. I think that's something we learn as children. Like, hey, if you go over to someone's house, pick up after yourself, make sure you don't leave a mess. This is taking that to a whole new level. Do you get my drift here, or do I need to explain it a little more? This week I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week I would like to share a verse from the book of Mark. Mark chapter 14, verse 72 says, And immediately the rooster crowed the second time. Suddenly, Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny three times that you even know me. And he broke down and wept. This verse really stood out to me, and I'll tell you why. Because Peter was faithful to Jesus to the end. He said he'd never deny him, but it was meant to happen to fulfill prophecy. Peter didn't know that, but Jesus did. And to me, Peter is a huge example of how God is always there. Like, for instance, when Jesus was walking on the water and Peter stepped out of the boat to meet him. Everything was okay until he took his eyes off the Lord and then he started sinking. But Jesus was there to rescue him. That, to me, is an example of the fact that even when we take our eyes off of him, even if we think we're too far gone, as Peter probably did when he denied Christ three times and was crying, our Savior is always there. And he is always faithful. Even if you're crying by the fireside because you think you're too far from God, God is right there, and He knows you, and He loves you. Place your trust in Him today, friend. 
because you're never too far gone. And just as he was for Peter, he can be there for you as well. As we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is thoughts before dozing off. The first response to this is, maybe I do need to extend my car's warranty. You know, after so many hangups, you'd think they'd just give up. You'd think they'd get the point. But still, they keep trying. And even though you try, you can't block all those robocalls, unfortunately. They just keep coming back. They're resilient, I'll tell you that. Even though they might not be human, there's something wired in them to just not give up. And I admit, I have a love-hate relationship with that fact. Because they're resilient, so obviously some form of work ethic has been worked into them. But also they're too resilient when it comes to calling my phone. The next response to the hashtag thoughts before dozing off is Pop-Tarts implies there are mom-tarts. I've actually never really thought that deep into things, but you might have a point. Where are new Pop-Tarts going to come from if that's not the case? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have another theory here. So let's say these things were real. Let's say mom-tarts were a thing. So, my question is about the flavors. What kind of flavors would there be of Mom-Tarts? We all know about Pop-Tarts. There's cherry, there's blueberry, there's strawberry, there's chocolate, there's apple. But what kind of flavors make the cut for the elusive Mom-Tart? Would it be an 8 a.m. half-cooled pumpkin spice latte that you're drinking with one hand while driving with the other because you're 10 minutes late for work and your boss said if you're late for one more meeting... He's going to put you on mailroom duty. Is it whatever the feeling of five minutes alone in the minivan while your husband takes care of your five-year-old tastes like? Is there a sitting in a comfy chair with a warm blanket while your five closest friends discuss around you the latest read in your Sunday night book club variety? That makes you think, doesn't it? The third response to the hashtag thoughts before dozing off, if what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, how do we in other parts of the country know what's happening? You know what? You've got a point. I think you're on to something here. But to be fair, I also don't think social media cares about that logic, considering that's where most of the stuff associated with that saying is found. I think we might have to do some more digging if we want to get to the bottom of this. And the final response to the hashtag thoughts before dozing off, how could one pair of pants fit all four girls in the sisterhood of traveling pants? You know, that's always confused me, too. Maybe it's because I've never seen the movie, but sometimes things are left to wondering, I guess. Maybe they answer it in the director's cut. I'm not sure. You can pick your nose, you can pick your friends, but biting a friend's ear off might be taking it a bit too far. Wait a second. I don't think that's how the saying goes, is it? As you might expect, fights can escalate, especially when, as one man learned, it's 2.30 in the morning and you're on vacation. One of his female friends was getting a bit worse for the wear, so he put her in a wheelbarrow to get her back to the hotel room, and later decided to degrade her while she was unconscious by insulting her. And one of his buddies that was on vacation with him didn't exactly take too well to how the guy was treating her, and by the time she woke up, they were in it to kick each other's heads off. 
even to the point that the first guy went on Mike Tyson on his friend and took a chunk out of his ear. The man left on foot and didn't say anything to police about what had happened, and as you'd bet, he was arrested. Good thing, too, because maybe now he can calm down some. You know what? I fully support sending this guy to Jack Nicholson to get some help, because he obviously needs something to get past his issues. Unconventional methods can't hurt, can they? While we're at it, we should probably put in a good word for that guy in the bulldozer as well, because he seems a bit cranky to say the least. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.